Hi, everyone. Welcome to Youth Political Talk. Um, I'm your host, Ashley Priori, and we have a very special guest today. I'm so excited to introduce you to him. Um, Santiago Meyer is the um, co-founder of Prom at the Polls, which is a national organization doing amazing work. And we spoke to one of the other co-founders earlier today. And he's also the founder and executive director of Voters of Tomorrow. So he's doing a lot of work around youth advocacy, youth vote, and really just, just um, amazing work with getting out the vote. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so we're really excited to get to know you. So first, you know, how'd you get into all of this work? And, you know, what's it been like doing this work pretty much virtually since the pandemic? <laughs> It's actually a really funny story. So I've always been more of a STEM kid. I did it. I always intended to major in engineering. I'm still doing that. But in, in middle school, I started doing Model United Nations and I got really involved in, I got real interested in international politics. And in 2017, I moved to the United States and excuse the language, but I noticed that you guys had a clusterfuck going on here. Uh, I mean, politics in Mexico are not the best, but the, they're most definitely not the best. <laughs> but the environment around it was completely different. And it, one of the things that really surprised me was that younger people were not actively participating in politics. So I became really active in political Twitter. And as I said, that most people who were following me were 40, 50, 60 years old, but non, not that many people in their 20s or their 30s. And I decided to go ahead and start working on that. So I started Voters of Tomorrow. We started recruiting an amazing team of people who work every day to get young people involved. We are working on education. We, we have this amazing curriculum where we teach people who are not old enough to vote yet why they should vote once they're eligible. We do mobilizations or we, we would be doing mobilizations across the country where that sort of pandemic. And through that work, I got introduced to the other Promet Polsco founders. We decided that we had lost our prom due to the pandemic and that 2020 had in general just been such a bad year that we really needed something to energize and excite people. So we combined voting with prom, which we missed again, and Prom and Pulse was born. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. So with Voters of Tomorrow, what are some of your main initiatives and things going on right now? I mean, I know that um, a lot of it is just, are you ready to vote and really getting out that vote? But what are some of your current initiatives and things? Yeah, so Lawyers of Tomorrow was started late 2019, and we had a lot of plans for 2020, which we obviously had to change through the course of 2020 because we weren't expecting a pandemic. Right now, we should be working on chapter development and getting expanding into newer schools, but that's obviously very difficult because there are not that many students on campus. So our main... Our main focus right now is on our educational plan. We call it VOTEDU, which when capitalized correctly, it spells vote VU. It's an educational plan. It's a, it's a curriculum addendum. So every teacher that has their own curriculum can add this on top of it. It has both learning modules and activity modules. Learning modules is just going over Congress, how it works, why, why does it exist? The activity module though, that's the really interesting part. And that's the main difference between the other curriculums because we have a we have activities that help build on top of the what the student learn. If we're learning about Congress, we'll have students research bills currently being debated and call their congressperson who that who that is and voice their opinion on that bill. 
And that just teaches the student that their voice actually does matter and that they can actually make a difference. And we do that with a lot of different topics, whether it's the Supreme Court, whether it's Congress again, whether it's elections, we even have a unit on the Postal Service. It's really fun. That's incredible. And, you know, looking at your other, um, your other initiative and your other organization, Prom at the Polls, um, activists and actor um, Alyssa Milano really helped inspire your group of students. Can you talk a little bit about that connection and how that started? Yeah, so I met Alyssa through Twitter. We, like I said, I'm really active in political Twitter. So I've encountered a lot of famous activists there, including Alyssa. And she invited me to be part of this youth think tank. And there was a lot of, there was a lot of other young people there. Jerome Foster II, who's great, has his own organization called One Million of Us. It was Sophia, it was Matthew, it was Randy. And we all just clicked. We started working on Promet the Polls. We knew that getting the youth vote was going to be essential in 2020 and that this election was going to be a tipping point, not matter, not matter what happened. If, the, if young people come out in droves and make their voice heard, then politicians are going to start listening to young people. And it's kind of a cycle. Young people don't vote because they don't feel listened to, and politicians don't listen to young people because they don't vote. So we can break that cycle this year, and that was the goal. We combined it with prom to generate excitement to make voting a celebration. And it's been so successful. We've had so much, we've seen so many people dressed up to vote. We've seen so many people make from polls, whether it's students in high school who can't vote yet, or whether it's a ethnical brown from pulsing to Chris Evans and Twitter. We've seen everything and it's been super exciting. That's incredible. And I mean, this election is so important. And really from your perspective, what does this election mean? And what do you say to young voters who maybe it's their first time, maybe it's not, but they might not think that their vote matters or they're really unsure about what the future of this country is gonna look like? Right, so like I said, this election is gonna be a tipping point regardless of who wins. We're gonna, we're having a discourse of ideas where there could not be a starker contrast. One candidate will will listen to young people, the other one do not, will not. And I will let your listeners choose who each candidate is. But I mean, when people tell me their vote doesn't matter, I actually take that in a personal manner because I'm not a citizen, I cannot vote. And what I always tell these people is when you're voting, you're not only voting for yourself, you're voting for the millions of people who live in this country and are affected by the policies of this country, but can't vote. You're voting for disenfranchised voters who might have been in jail. You're voting for undocumented people who live in this country, but don't get a voice. You're voting for people who should be eligible to vote, but were purged from the voting rolls. And when you say your vote doesn't matter, you're not only deciding that you don't want to be heard, you're making it so that those people aren't heard either. Because your vote really does matter. And 2016 could have been a different election had it been if we, one vote per precinct had changed. One vote really can determine the winner of an election. And one election can determine the road that one country will take for decades. I mean, right now what we're seeing is the country will fundamentally be changed for decades because of the Supreme Court nominees. And those nominees would have been different people had Hillary Clinton won the election. 
So one vote really does matter and your vote really does matter. And when you choose not to vote, you're telling people, you know what, I'm going to be affected by what you do, but I don't want to participate in it, which in my view is just a really weird decision. You're going to be affected. You're going to be forced to abide by whatever happens. So you might as well make a choice between two candidates. You might not love either of them, but there's this really good analogy that says voting is like public transportation. It doesn't take you exactly where you need to be, but it takes you closer. I love that. that, that that's wonderful. Um, you know, you're doing so many things in the community. Is there anything that you want to share to young people, um, advice that you want to give them about just really stepping in and, and getting work done? Yeah, I mean, the main thing I can say is that like I mentioned, your vote matters. Whether you're old enough to vote or you're just encouraging others to vote. When you show up to the polls and you cast a ballot for whichever candidate you choose to vote for, you're making your voice heard and you're making your decision how you wanna see the future of the country. And in some cases, the future of the world. We have so many issues going on. We have gun violence, we have racial and economic inequality, we have climate change. And all those issues can be affected by a single vote. So participating and making that decision is really important. If you're not old enough to vote yet, you can encourage those who are to vote, or you can just be an, you can be a passive participant in democracy and educate yourself. You can learn how institutions work. You can learn how the political system works. So when people, when candidates try to lie to you or they try to spread misinformation, you will be educated enough to say, hey, that's not how, that's not actually what socialism means. That's not how voting works. And those type of attacks won't work on you anymore because you will know what the actual facts are. So there are so many ways you can become involved and making the decision not to get involved is something that is just not tenable anymore. Because like I said, there are so many issues that will determine whether we even, not only how we live our lives, but whether we live our lives at all. Climate change is a deadly threat as it's going to balance. And choosing not to act on those things is just not tenable. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Is there, um, you know, ways that people can get in touch with you um, if they want to learn more and get involved in the work that you're involved with? Yeah, I mean, people can get always get in touch with Voters of Tomorrow through social media. We are reachable at, at Voters Tomorrow. Prom at the polls is at Prom at the polls. Personally, I'm at Santiago Mayor underscore on Twitter. And anyone who can, who wants to email me can do so at Santiago at votersoftomorrow.org. Our websites are votersoftomorrow.org and promotepolls.com. Wonderful. I mean, thank you so much for, for joining us. You're doing amazing work in the community and we're so lucky to, to have you as a young leader. So thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here.